I'm Julia Radhakrishnan, and this is Quadcast, a weekly series that highlights different RSOs on campus and investigates their contribution to UChicago's culture. This quarter, we will be looking into different community service organizations to find out how students are engaging with Chicago and giving back on the South Side. I sat down with Celeste Del Valle, the eighth grade curriculum director for WISE, or Women and Youth Supporting Each Other. WISE is a national organization which partners college mentors with middle school girls to provide the support and resources necessary to make positive choices and enact change. Could you introduce yourself and explain your role in WISE? Yeah, so I'm Celeste, I'm a second year, and I'm the eighth grade curriculum director for WISE, which means that I help create every mentorship session that we do at the school every week and guide the other mentors to help create the sessions. And aside from eighth grade sessions, what other different programs do you run through WISE? Yeah, so we have a team of directors that runs the logistics of all of the RSO's functions and some of the things that they do is campus outreach where we try to like just get our name out to the greater UChicago community and then we have a school site director who works with our relationship with the actual school and with the principal and the parents there and then just president treasurer all of that and then everyone who's a member of WISE is a mentor so they have the mentorship role in the mentor-mentee relationship and everybody is assigned into a different grade and the curriculum directors run those sessions. Can you explain the mentor-mentee pairing process and what the role of UChicago students involved in WISE is? WISE is actually a national organization, so there's chapters. I believe it started at UC Berkeley, and there's chapters at Harvard, Stanford, a few other big schools across the country, and then here. So there is a national curriculum that we kind of adhere to but oftentimes go into topics that are more applicable to our specific mentees lives and especially things they request they're very much into that so usually what a session will look like is we'll go in we'll have an icebreaker and kind of a get to know you activity and then we'll break into discussion where we talk about whatever the topic is for the day as a whole group and then sometimes we'll go into smaller groups just to make things more manageable and after a few sessions we do mentor-mentee pairings. The mentor-mentee pairings will be meeting like outside of normal session times so that there's more of a personal relationship involved and usually like phone numbers will be exchanged and you can give the girl very personal advice or things that she doesn't necessarily want to talk about in front of the group, but those tend to develop after a few sessions so that we can really pair the personalities well. Can you talk a little bit about some of the different subjects that you cover in sessions and maybe some of the topics that you find the most intriguing and the most helpful for the girls that you're mentoring? Yeah, so we always do sex ed, um, kind of We try to go more in depth and more into what the girls don't get through their normal public school sex education. And then we always do cultural and women empowerment topics. And then the rest of them are very much identity-based and based on what the girls would like to see. One of the most productive sessions I had last year was actually conflict resolution because we mentor 6th, 7th, and 8th graders. So they're going through a tumultuous time (laughs) in their emotional development and they oftentimes want to react certain ways but don't necessarily 
have the resources or have like the way of thinking of things to react in the ways that they want. So they were very into the conflict resolution session where we kind of acted out scenarios and the girls really got a really firm grounding on how to like take the high road and be a leader and not fall into this trap of petty conflict and they really enjoyed it. When you started WISE, did you start out as a mentor and then transition to a leadership position? Everybody who is in a leadership position has been in WISE at least for a year. Everyone starts out as mentors, we could do new mentor training, and we kind of try to transition from fall quarter to spring quarter, getting the mentors to do more independent sessions in case they want to go into leadership positions or if they want to become a curriculum director. And then based on your like previous leadership positions, you usually kind of grow up into the organization. And yeah. Can you sort of compare your experiences as a mentor and as a leader in the organization this year? Yeah, so the mentor role is very much as much as you put into it, you get out of it. We have very active members because we have like the application process and an interview process and we really try to make sure that the girls have a passion for what we're teaching and what we're mentoring about. So last year it was definitely more me getting the experience and learning how to handle middle school girls again because it's been a long time since I was a middle school girl and also just kind of seeing where we can problem solve and where we could like improve the sessions. Can you speak a little bit towards why you wanted to get involved in WISE? So in high school I did a lot of special needs tutoring specifically with autistic students and students with Down syndrome and a few nonverbal students. So I was doing a lot of sign language curriculum that I helped the teachers develop, and I really loved the bond that you can get with a student from being kind of their mentor, and it really becomes more of a friendship than anything, and I think a mentor role with someone that's more your peer than an authority is really special in that you can get much more personal and you can talk to them about things that they're scared to talk to their teachers or parents about and just kind of be like that confidant role. So I wanted to continue some kind of tutoring and volunteer work, especially in college, because that's super important to me. And I think it's always good to ground yourself and kind of remembering that there is a greater world than you Chicago out there. I've always been very passionate about women's empowerment and getting girls to live their lives in an empowered way. So I was really interested in WISE as soon as I heard of it. For students who are looking to give back to the community, like you said, and are interested in WISE, how can they get involved? Every year we have a little table at the RSO Fair and we can get some interest from there. We usually only recruit in fall quarter and applications are due probably second week, I would say, second or third week of fall quarter, depending on the year. And then we will do interviews in the following week and then send out decisions. Depending on how many people we get in that session of recruitment, we might do another one in the spring. Or if we have people that are studying abroad or are planning on taking quarters off, we can bring in people that applied in fall quarter and couldn't commit to the three hours a week that we do sessions. On the flip side of that, the girls who you Chicago students are mentoring, where do they usually come from and how do they usually find out about the program? 
We go to one school every week. It's Drake Middle School. So we really try to establish very firm bonds with the girls. So we have a lot of people returning from year to year. We actually just graduated our first class, graduated, quote unquote, from middle school, our first class of uh, girls that had gone through all three years of WISE, so sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, which was very cool. And basically using like the school site director relationship that I talked about earlier, we have the principal make announcements, we stand in the hall and just kind of do like direct people to go go to WISE if they're interested. And at the beginning of every year, we do like a little ice cream social where all the girls in the middle school are welcome to come and learn about it and see if they're interested. This quarter on Quadcast, we are trying to highlight community service-oriented RSOs. What do you think sets WISE apart from some of the other RSOs that students could join, and why should you Chicago students be looking to join WISE? I think WISE has been one of the strongest communities of people that I've found on campus. Some of my best friendships have been developed through the girls in WISE, and I think it comes from the fact that we very much do have very similar values and very much want to give back to the community, and being around that kind of those kinds of people is always super rewarding. And then also just the amount that you can contribute from your starting off point in WISE is very, is very cool. You can design sessions and work with your curriculum director to get as involved as you want, honestly. And that was really rewarding as well, being a first year and being able to have some autonomy over what happens in the organization that I'm a part of. Although you touched on this a little bit already, I kind of want to delve deeper into why you think you Chicago students should be looking to get involved in the community and give back through an RSO. I think that being you Chicago students, we have the biggest possible amount of resources that we could use to give back to the community and we're a smart group of people and I don't see any reason why we shouldn't use it for good and I think that improving like our standing with the surrounding community and the greater Chicago area is always going to be a good thing both for your personal development and your personal growth and outsiders view of the campus. I really think that we just have so many resources and are sharp people, so we should definitely use it to bring other people up with us. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Quadcast. I'm Julia Radhakrishnan. Be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify so you don't miss next week's episode of Quadcast.